defensiveness will only escalate the conflict if the critical spouse does not back down or apologize. This is because defensiveness is really a way of blaming your partner and it won't allow for healthy conflict management. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. Welcome back to another episode of Tangible Truth Podcast. I'm Carrie, hanging out with Susan. Hi, Carrie. So this is week three of our conversation on the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) No, it sounds funny to say, doesn't it? It does. So we started this a few weeks ago. We'd love for you to go back and catch up if you missed those episodes. The four horsemen is a term that the Gottman Institute came up with. Uh, The Gottman Institute does a lot of marriage research and therapy. And basically, these are four things that if they are present in a marriage, it is a signal that your marriage needs some help, right? Right. And I like that we have these four terms that we look for. Okay, defensiveness. That's what we're going to talk about today. Right. This is the third horseman. But we want to look at these four categories in any relationship, mm-hmm. actually, and go, ooh, we need to evaluate that. And really, because that's not a sign of a healthy relationship yeah. when there's a lot of, because we all have elements of this and all of our relationships. But today we're going to talk and hone in on defensiveness. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. So... Uh, we're really excited to talk about defense. We, so we both were like, we could talk about this all day all long. Day long. <laughs> but I want to stop. If you did not listen to the episode on criticism, you have to listen to it before you listen to this one. It's true because because it is typically a response to criticism. Mm-hmm. Defensiveness. Is. It is. Yes. And so if you don't understand criticism, it's going to be hard for you to understand what we're talking about with defensiveness. Because if you criticize me, what mm-hmm. am I going to want to do? Well, you're going to want to defend yourself. That is exactly right. Right. And it's a natural response it to really want to defend is. yourself. Of you course. Know, you yell at me, people tend to want to yell back. Yeah. So you really have to be intentional on your part not to. Yeah. So, And part of the reason that is so natural mm-hmm. is the brain science shows mm-hmm. our brains don't know the difference between a physical threat and an emotional threat. Wow. Right? Here so, she goes. Here she okay. goes with her research. Here she goes. <laughs> so if I'm gardening mm-hmm. and I reach my hand out and there's a snake, mm. my body is going to go, whoa, pull back. This is not good. It better. It should, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my brain doesn't know the difference between a physical threat of a snake mm-hmm. and an emotional threat of you're so lazy, right? Wow. Because that feels like a threat, too. That's right. When you hear that name calling. Exactly. So it would be foolish of me to not be defensive Mm -hmm. when I see a snake. Right. I should take a defensive posture Mm -hmm. against a physical threat. Mm -hmm. It's natural for us to move into a defensive posture when somebody criticizes us. That's right. Right? That's right. However, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, of course we need to be defensive if there's an actual physical threat. But when we're defensive against an emotional threat, that can cause real damage to the relationship. Oh, that's good, Carrie. That's good because, you know, we've talked about uh, 
on this podcast before about the body keeping the score. Right. Boy, I, even when you were saying that, haven't we all been called names? Mm-hmm. Haven't we all been defensive in our communication with other people, no matter who it may be, mm-hmm. but our body feels it immediately. Yes. Like your body, when you describe the snake, you know how, how I hate uh-huh. snakes. And I would get up and I would be scared. I could feel that. I could feel that in my body. Yeah. I can also feel it. When somebody threatens me yes. with their words, yeah. you know, when my button is pushed, mm-hmm. I feel it in my body. Mm-hmm. So our body feels it just like you're describing. That's right. so good. So what do we do hmm. when we are threatened with someone's words? Right. What do we do? We have a choice. Yeah. We either yell back at them. We respond in sarcasm. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. We're contemptuous back. Mm-hmm. We criticize back. Or we do not. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about today. Exactly. And that's hard because mm-hmm. the body does want to protect That It us. does. Yeah. It does. Naturally so. Yeah. So before we get into the better option okay. that we could choose, yes. kind of give us a little bit. And we've been talking about the Gottman research on this mm-hmm. and specifically how it applies to relationships. Okay. And I think we all, because we've all been so defensive in mm-hmm. our lives, mm-hmm. we all have an understanding of, oh, I know what defensiveness is. But how do they kind of define defensiveness in relationship? Okay, that's good. It says here that it is typically a response to criticism. Mm-hmm. That's the very first sentence yeah. about this third horseman, which is defensiveness. And we've all been defensive, true. Mm-hmm. And this horseman is typically in all relationships mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. that are on the rocks. Mm-hmm. When we feel unjustly accused, mm-hmm. we fish for excuses and play the innocent victim Hmm. so that our partner will back off. Yeah. Unfortunately, this strategy is almost never successful. Our excuses just tell our partner that we don't take their concern seriously Hmm. and that we won't take responsibility for our mistakes. That's communicating something really big, isn't it? Very big. Yeah. And it gives an example here, which I think is a good one. Uh, The question is posed Did you call Betty and Ralph to let them know that we're not coming tonight as you promised this morning? A defensive response Mm -hmm. is, I was just too busy today. As a matter of fact, you know just how busy my schedule was. Why didn't you just do it? Mm. Yeah. So it's putting blame on the other person. Immediately. Justifying why they didn't do the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this partner not only responds defensively, but they reverse Mm. blame. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a typical thing when you're defensive. They reverse blame in an attempt to make it the other partner's fault. So instead, a non-defensive response can express acceptance of the responsibility, admission of fault, and understanding of your partner's perspective. So, oops, I forgot. I should have asked you this morning to do it because I knew my day would be so packed. That's my fault. Hmm. Let me call him right now. That feels so different. <laughs> so it feels different. so different. Yeah. And and easy. Yeah. Actually. Mm-hmm. Very easy. So no defense at all right. in that in that response. Yeah. And there's nothing to for the other person to punch back. Right. That's how I always yeah. want it. There's it's no, kind of like you let the air out of the balloon and totally. now the, the conversation kind of ends naturally there. Nothing to punch back to. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And so, although it is perfectly understandable to defend yourself if you're stressed out and feeling attacked, this approach will not have the desired effect. Defensiveness will only escalate the conflict if the critical spouse does not back down or apologize. This mm-hmm. is because defensiveness is really a way of blaming your partner and it won't allow for healthy conflict management. That's big. It is. Yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking, because you talked about how we're all, defensiveness shows up all the time, Mm -hmm. right? We're all guilty of this. Mm -hmm. Going back to like the very first story of the very first humans who walked the planet Earth (laughs) is a story of defensiveness, (laughs) right? Right. Of Adam going, but it's it's Eve's fault, (laughs) right? True. God, it's your fault. You put this woman here with me. Mm-hmm. I only did it because, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is so in our DNA mm-hmm. that we don't even realize we're doing it when we're doing it mm-hmm. because it's just a natural part of mm-hmm. who we are as humans. Yes, it, it is very natural. It is actually supernatural for us not to be. Yeah. And so that's what we have to think. And I'm going to make a statement here. And I know I'm jumping right into how do you not be? Mm-hmm. But I know all all the listeners surely are wondering, but how do we not be? Yeah. There's a statement here that is so key because our relationships here are as healthy as we are. Right. As all, individuals. As individuals. Yeah. Our relationships are as healthy as we are as individuals. And so by that, if Carrie right here were to yell something at me, Mm -hmm. a natural tendency is for me to yell back. Right. But my response to Carrie says more about me Mm. and my relationship with God than it says about you. Yeah. So in that very powerful statement I just made, Mm -hmm. that means I need to check myself. Yeah. Wow. Wait just a minute. Mm -hmm. What's that about? And if I do check myself and don't yell back, Carrie, you don't have anything to punch anymore. Right. You don't have anything to be defensive about. Mm -hmm. Because if I yell back at you, Mm -hmm. you're going to yell louder back at me. And that's how we wind up in that vicious cycle of we always end up in this place. Always. So somebody has to stop that pattern Mm -hmm. or cycle. But for me, it'll say more about where I am in my relationship with Jesus because I'm I probably want to. <laughs> of course, because our natural instinct is to, to defend ourselves. Yes, to yeah. defend like, And especially, I'm glad that, that they use the term unjustly right. criticized. Mm-hmm. Unjustly. Because it's one thing, you know, if somebody's angry with me, but let's say that I did it. Yeah. You know, right. I, did it. I grovel. I'm yeah. so sorry. You really did mess I, up yeah, and they're yes. calling you out on it. I am so sorry. Yeah. I grovel. I feel awful and mm-hmm. everything. But somebody unjustly yeah. accused me of something. <gasps> I I do want to defend myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, or you can talk about me, but don't talk about my family, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. my so for me to be very yeah. cause restraint, God, how do I 
respond to this person so it doesn't rile them up mm-hmm. more to be peaceful mm-hmm. about it and all that. That's a supernatural. It really is. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about that piece that, and I'm glad you brought that up, the unjust criticism. Oh, it's completely different. It's totally different. And I think we can fall into this habit of, well, the only reason I was defensive is because you were critical of me. And blame them. And blame them. And what I'm hearing you say is, no, Mm-mm. I have to be responsible for my own response mm-hmm. to them. It doesn't matter if they were right or wrong, if their criticism was just or unjust. I have to check myself yes. and respond from a place of, I want to be healthy. I want to reflect who I am as a person towards them, regardless of how they came at me. Yes. And I think you were talking about that before the podcast. Same thing. That's hard. It's, it's (laughs) so not easy. Hard. (laughs) But the benefits of that, because even like hearing you say that, like there's so much goodness there. Because if somebody criticizes us and we take a moment and we take a breath and we go, okay, what's this about? Mm -hmm. And then we respond from a place of non-defensiveness. Yes. It takes the relationship to a deeper level. And now we're not fighting about, did you make the phone call or did you take the trash out? Now we're talking about emotions and feelings and respect And things that are really important. And so choosing to not be defensive Mm -hmm. can really move the relationship to a deeper level of intimacy Mm -hmm. than if we're just like, well, you don't understand, you know? Totally, totally. Mm -hmm. I had a therapist tell me one time, this was years ago, years ago, it was about my son. Mm -hmm. Susan, it's not about you. Mm. It's not about you. And I was making everything about me. Yeah. So I was being very defensive uh-huh. in that relationship. And he was very clear, mm-hmm. this therapist, years ago, I was really struggling in my parenting with a teenager. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody, anybody <laughs> can relate. I, I think anybody but, who's ever had a teenager would and, would admit to that. And it was really, really sound advice Mm -hmm. and I've passed it on ever since then like you can't take it personally yeah you know and it wasn't I had to do a lot of time with Jesus Mm -hmm. over that statement like because I was kind of fighting with the therapist at the time years ago Mm -hmm. it did it showed lack of maturity Mm. on my part at that time in my life but um but then I spent a lot of time with Jesus and it I was taking everything personally. I I quickly found out and it's not about me Mm. and I I needed to stop taking it personally Mm -hmm. and stop being defensive. Right. And you take this out and and stop making it about you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It'll change your relationship. It's making me think of something that you've shared with me often as my mentor. Mm -hmm. A question that you cause me to ask a lot of, is it more important for me to be right is it mm-hmm. more important to to uphold the relationship? Yes. Amen. So when we're talking about unjust criticism, sometimes the defensiveness is, no, you actually miss this. I'm actually right. But is mm-hmm. that more important in the moment mm-hmm. than the relationship? Yes. And amen. when you say it's not about me, mm-hmm. what I'm hearing you say is it's not about me. It's about the relationship. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
And I don't have to be right here. I don't have to be defensive here. Mm -hmm. What I want and what is most important is this relationship. Mm -hmm. If there really was an unjust statement made, Mm -hmm. we can get to that later. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. But in the moment, Mm -hmm. if I lead with you're wrong, you don't understand where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. The relationship's not going to go anywhere. Amen. Right? That's everything. Yeah. It's everything. Relationship. So defensiveness, obviously very common. Very common. It's an attempt for us to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. But not responding defensively really does require us to really kind of be attuned with ourselves and think of things differently than we have in the past. Totally. Mm -hmm. And us taking responsibility. Mm. If any of it's us. Like the example about being late. Here's another example of that. You know, defensiveness would be, and this is just an example straight out of Mm -hmm. the book. It's not my fault that we're going to be late. It's your faults since you always get dressed at the last second. Mm. Here's the antidote. Okay. I don't like being late, but you're right. We don't always have to leave so early. I can be a little bit more flexible. Mm. I mean, simple adjustments. Yes. But. The shift is that I take up some responsibility. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. We don't have to be that early. Mm-hmm. And that's a, on me. That's on me. Yeah. That's on me. We don't have to always be that early. Yeah. I can be a little bit more flexible. That's hard. That is hard. <laughs> For someone that always has to be, you know, or mm-hmm. felt like they always had to be 20 minutes early. Yeah. So you're actually not late. Mm-hmm. And so you're... A little bit of a compromise yes. right there going on. And you're right. That's hard. Yeah. But, you know, you're not defensive. Right. Mm-hmm. So some of the antidotes against defensiveness. One, it's not always about me. Mm-mm. But maybe I do need to take responsibility for what is mine. Right. To take responsibility for. And you're not blaming. Yeah. You take the blame. Yeah. Because being defensive, you have to blame somebody. Mm-hmm. If you're, def- I mean, you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. you're yelling at somebody mm-hmm. and is that, who's that really about? Yeah. You're and I think that ties in to what you were saying last week about our partner isn't our enemy. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when we feel this need to put blame somewhere, we need to stop for just a second and be like, the person in front of me is not my enemy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put the blame on them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So defensiveness, mm-hmm. it's a real thing. Oh, it is all the time. But we can we can check ourselves mm-hmm. and respond in a different way. And I love those examples you gave because mm-hmm. I'm like, it just feels different mm-hmm. to be responded to like that. Yes. And defensiveness says, I'm not the problem. You are. Mm-hmm. You have to think of it that way. So mm-hmm. do you want to do that? You want to tag your, yeah. whoever you're with, with that. Yeah. Like, I'm not the problem. I'm not the problem, Carrie. You are. Uh-huh. You know, how does that feel to Carrie? Yeah. To always be the problem. Not good. You know, not good. Yeah. So I love that you brought that back up, mm-hmm. that you can be right, mm-hmm. but you may lose the relationship. Yeah. And the relationship's paramount. It really is. What's the most important thing? The relationship. Mm-hmm. The health of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And keeping it in a defensive mode mm. is not the health of the mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. And sometimes that requires us actually, and I've done this before, going into another room mm-hmm. and 
literally sitting and saying, this relationship is more important to me than being right right now. Amen. I, everything in me wants to go out there and defend myself, but I'm going to choose not to Mm -hmm. because I'm going to choose the relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's okay to take those timeouts and be like, Mm -hmm. I'm I just need to take a, like I need 60 seconds and then I'll be right back. And then maybe five years from now, I'll go back and go, remember, (laughs) I was right. (laughs) Is that your therapeutic advice? When you're all of it? No. No. goodness okay well this has been a lot easier topic than last week oh my gosh yes yeah a little bit so we have one more horseman to tackle Mm -hmm. stonewalling stonewalling i'm just gonna confess before we even get into it that i'm very very good at stonewalling i can't wait to to take that apart with carrie it's good i feel like next week is going to be a therapy session where i'm the client and you're the therapist i'm gonna pull it out of Carrie. okay okay pull it out of carrie all right so we'll tackle she can't stonewall y'all no i can't i'm gonna show up next week Mm -hmm. and i will not give you the silent treatment no you will not Okay, so we hope you guys join us next week when we tackle the fourth and final horseman, Stonewalling. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.